Welcome to We're Talking. We have an opinion about everything, and it means absolutely nothing. Now, here are your hosts, the rocket surgeon and the brain scientist, but we're not sure who's who. Craig Malasa and Josh Jacno, they're talking. Welcome to We're Talking. I'm Craig Malasong, and Josh Jagno is out for the evening. But we have Scott Watkins, a, f- a fan of the Troy Trojans. How are you doing tonight, Scott? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, did you grow up there in Troy, uh, or are you from a no, different park? I did not grow up in Troy. I'm from a few different places. Uh, from the Ozarks, I went to high school in Lower Alabama, and then I ended up at Troy. I graduated last year. Uh, we, uh, I'm working, working on some, some things. Some people that, uh, listen to this podcast probably know me. I, I've been on the radio in Lafayette, uh, okay. many times actually talking Louisiana football. Um, love to talk some about football. love to talk some about basketball, baseball. It doesn't matter. We do a lot to that. We do the Sunbelt pages. You maybe have heard of that as well. Yep. That's me and a friend. We do that. And, uh, we have a newsletter, a magazine. But uh, that's that's me, and that's what I do, and I'm glad to be here. Okay. Uh, what part of the Ozarks? I was born in southern Missouri, kind of Springfield. Okay. I uh, lived in Conway, Arkansas for six years. My, fam- my Both of my grandparents are in Harrison, Arkansas, which is up there in north Arkansas. So it's yep. been a lot of time up there. Okay. I, I spent uh, – I lived in North Little Rock for a while, not too far from Conway. Yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, pretty close. And then my uh, dad was in the army, so we spent some time at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. So uh, familiar, and I, I worked up. Uh, I think it's in the northeast, north central part of the state of Arkansas, uh, Mountain Home and Hardy, Arkansas. So yeah, I know where Mountain Home is, and my uh, my mom's side of the family they're all from Louisiana. So okay, spent a lot of spent a lot of time there too. Well, good deal. Let's jump in and talk some baseball then. Uh, I guess let's start. Uh, what I mean, I'm looking at the uh, the numbers for the uh, the Trojans, and uh, it seems like it's been a good year. They're starting to uh, surge again at the right time, so that's good for them. Uh, it it looks like your numbers, although I mean, just looking at the first ten games compared to the the last ten games of the season, and I thought y'all played really good baseball at the first ten games of the season. Your numbers are actually a little bit higher uh, with batting average and uh, OPS is a little bit lower in, in the last 10. But what's been the key to that surge again here in the last 10 games or so, 13 games? Uh, it's been more consistency from the pitching staff, actually. I feel like the lineup for the most part, uh, we've kind of gotten what we what we expected. Uh, in the last 13 games, they're averaging 6.2 runs. And before this surge started, they were averaging six runs a game. So it hasn't been a ton of change offensively, but defensively right now they're allowing half the amount of runs that they were before in the last 13 games. And they're 10 and three in that stretch. So the pitching is doing, the pitching is, is coming together. The, they use three guys pretty much entirely. And those three guys are starting to gel. They're having, you know, either just one really good outing here and then other guys putting together a few outings. It's just, it's coming together. And that's how they're able to, uh, that's how they've been able to surge a little bit here. They've, they've been a good hitting team all year long. It's just pitching and defense coming together in the last, you know, half a month or so, three weeks. That's been the key to this change, this surge of the standings that we're seeing right now. 
am I am I reading this wrong though? When I look at, look in here, it seems like your starting pitching has been okay, uh, uh, and it seems to be consistent, I guess. But your uh, your relief pitching, I mean, guys like uh, uh, Mason and, and Ryan and Max, it seems like their outings lately have been they have been pitching well coming in relief. Yeah, the bullpen is really good. It's really deep, and there's a few guys I'd like to go to. Uh, I think Marquez Oates is the guy right now who's kind of got the hot hand a little bit. He hasn't given up a run in his last six appearances, and uh, hasn't been has been lucky either. That whip is zero six four in the last nine and the third. So he's he's the hot hand. I'd expect him to see him a little bit early in this series. But yeah, Mason Kenny's our other guy too. He's, he's had a really strong year. And you know, I I skipped over Marquez Oates, and and that's my fault. He's the first one on the list here. Actually, I, that was the first one I actually noticed. And, you know, he's only given up, uh, it looks like, uh, six earned runs, and four of those came in one game. So, uh, stellar bullpen, uh, something that uh, we don't see a whole lot on the Western side. Uh, I know for Little Rock and UTA, we were trying to get to their bullpen, but, man, these are some pretty good numbers here, just looking at them quickly. So, uh, what are we looking at coming uh, starting pitching? Do you guys, have you had, had the same lineup? Uh, same starters for most of the season, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or have they? For the, for the most part, I think so. I mean, it's three guys that have at least twelve starts, so pretty much just the same three: Garrett Gaines, Bay Witcher, and um, Orlando Ortiz. I think, I, I think Arkansas State saw Garrett Gaines first. I think the better one is Orlando Ortiz. He might be the. Uh, I think this series starts Thursday. He might be the Friday pitcher. Okay, but uh, he's he's done really really well. He's given up two runs in his last eighteen and a third. He's he's rolling right now. Yeah, I did notice that right there. I mean, uh, and I, I I tell you to to to, to go Florida State against a Florida State team with uh, no no runs uh, and go six innings. That that was huge. Uh, what happened in those games? I think you guys. Uh, lost all three in there was that just something i mean because if if your starters going six innings and you guys got the bullpen was that just somebody different in relief or that could be the case like i said the bullpen is really deep and it just really depends on who mark smart throws out there uh, anything can happen there's there's three or four guys that are really good out of this bullpen but smart likes to use a lot of different players in different situations and uh, that that could have been the case there okay um what what who do we who do you expect on Thursday night then? With I, I I'm looking at three different guys here. You said Ortiz is probably Friday night, so is that going to be? Uh... Well, if I mean if they just go with the same lineup with uh, that they did against Arkansas State, then that would be the case. I of course it's two days two days out, so I haven't gotten the email yet with the uh, with the lineups yet. But uh, Arkansas State got Garrett Gaines first. He had two really good games in April. It's just been kind of a struggle since then but um they may run him out there on thursday i'm not sure i really don't know i think i'm confident in that bay witcher would go third i think he typically goes third okay uh, he he's another guy who had another good stretch and he needs to get back on track but uh yeah orlando tease is definitely the the guy that you want to try to get after early this week well, hopefully we get the game in Thursday night and we're not playing a doubleheader on Friday or Saturday because uh, the weather, uh, I don't know if you saw the weather here lately. Last night we had yeah. serious rain coming through, which uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys got it at all. Uh, but nope. 
Not even a little. Really? Well, really, really. That uh, hopefully uh, it looked like it was moving north probably as it hit Jackson and kept kept on going up that way. So through, uh, but fun times here in Lafayette. So what, what are we looking at on as for your hitters as the top hitters and everything? And there's so much going on there for you guys. You guys have been very consistent at the plate, like I talked about. I mean, has it been one guy? Has it been across the board? Uh, it's is, been it's, – it's, it's a good lineup. It is a strong lineup. And there are guys that have, you know, surged a little bit and fallen off. Clay Stearns is one of those guys who had a phenomenal start to the season. He's fallen off recently. I mean, this team is, is second in almost every – batting category but Logan Cerny's been the star out of the outfield he's had a multi-hit game at least one multi-hit game in each of the last five series that he's played in his he's OPSing over 1100 which is top two at least for whatever reason the Sun Belt does not put OPS leaders on their website yeah that that, that bothers me a little bit because to me that is uh you know going back to me batting average is kind of a misnomer OPS is kind of what people are going towards. And I like that stat to judge a batter more, more so than batting average. Yeah, but batting yeah. average doesn't do anything for me at the college game whatsoever. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, and, and, and nowadays, especially in Major League Baseball as well, when, when everybody's swinging for the fences. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, you guys, I mean, 258 uh, – is is the lowest on, on that side, but then you got Donovan uh, Whips. Is that how you or Whip? That uh, I think so. I was I was actually getting notes down, and then my uh, computer lost all internet. So oh. I only have three guys out of the lineup that I had written down. So okay, I think I think you said it right. I yeah, yeah. It looks like he's only played in twenty nine games, but started twenty three of them. Uh, just hasn't have enough at bats, but but the batting average is there. And then you talked about Clay Stearns. Uh, you know, the six home runs, I was kind of surprised that he didn't have uh, more more uh, playing time as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he was just dealing with something recently uh, as far as, you know, health-wise. Uh, he did play in the Arkansas State Series. That was his first series in quite a while, actually. And uh, it a little slow. He's a slugger, and he didn't really do that in that series. But I, I, I think that they're going to try to get him going here because a guy like Clay Stearns, a bat as big as his, you want to get going before the Sun Belt tournament. Oh, so I, I would agree. expect to see him this week. Good deal. Uh, and Logan Cerny, um, 343 batting average. You know, you, you talked about the 1.141 uh, uh, OPS. What What is – I mean, he looks like he's hitting for power. He's hitting for average. Uh, he's second on the team in base hits. He's second on the team in doubles, uh, first on the team in triples. I mean, he just looks, I mean, phenomenal. Uh, what position does he play? I wish I could tell you precisely. He's in the outfield. Okay. I just cannot remember which spot. That's all right. Good deal. Uh, I mean, you guys, I mean, how about Drew Fredericks? I mean, that's another guy with a, high, a 900 o, uh, OPS. Yeah, Drew Frederick. He's one of the old men on the team. He's uh, him and Rigsby Mosley. They're very relied upon in the field. I mean, both of those guys have uh, they played every game. They started every game. Yeah. Uh, out, out of the two, Frederick is definitely the, the better offensive player. Yeah. But Mosley seems like he's been around forever. Also, I, I, I keep oh, yeah. hearing that name that just oh, it yeah. seems like I, a guy that's hurt us. 
my own wife said it at the game. We went to uh, the third Arkansas State game, and Brixby Mosley came up, and she said, man, that guy's been here forever. <laughs> you know that's bad when the wives are, are, are noticing yeah. things like that. But uh, so who would be the one guy that we, we would need to look for there that, that you think that, that, that they either A, needs to turn it on or that you think has the ability to turn it on this weekend with the Cajuns? Uh, man, I, the name that we already mentioned, I mean, the guy, Clay Stearns, Stearns. at catcher, at the beginning of the year, he was so incredible. Him and Logan Cerny were doing some uh, seriously impressive things early in non-conference play. And if those two can get hot at the same time, Troy's going to be very hard to keep up with in the tournament. I agree. I think I think they're one of the most dangerous teams, and I'm not happy that we're playing them the last series. Uh, um, and I'm I'm I I was texting with my friend Gunner and uh, Westone uh, and Becky, and and unfortunately they're not making the trip this week. But I think I'm going to be able to see them when they're up in Montgomery uh, this week, this uh, next week. So, are you going to be able to make the tournament at all? I'm going to try to. I have to check my schedule, but I would absolutely love to. I love Riverwalk Stadium. I was super psyched when uh, they moved the tournament to Montgomery. So pro- at least one game. I got to find, find my way up there for at least one game. Well, I like the fact that, you know, unlike everywhere else, uh, it, it truly is the the center of the Sun Belt. If you look, everybody average-wise, driving-wise. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you're not going to get anywhere close with if, if Texas State, unless Texas State's hosting it. The closest, you know, there's two two places, UTA and our our stadium. So it seems like they're they're always having to go a long ways for a tournament. So uh, should be fun. Uh, I, I like the fact that everything's once we get there, once we get to the hotel, the car stays parked and we can walk to the bars, walk walk to the ballpark, and walk to the uh, restaurant. So, any tips in Montgomery that you can give to our fans? If you spent much time there or? Yeah, it's been a while since I've been, you know, COVID's kept me in Troy for the most part. But uh, there's a, there's some good places downtown. There's a Japanese restaurant that we love to get sushi at downtown. I cannot remember that. Oh, it's, I think it's called Wasabi. If you're into that thing, yep. we absolutely love that place. Okay. I'm pulling up. I, I did some uh, – oh, here it is. I think that's what it's called. I could be completely wrong. But it's downtown. Uh, I – wasn't it wasn't on my list that I pulled up, but I'll have to I'll have to look for yeah. it. Yeah, I might be wrong there, but uh, it's it's definitely downtown. Um, there's actually a few restaurants. There's a bar and this and the Japanese place right next to each other, and it's not it's a walk it's walking distance from Riverwalk too. Okay, well, hopefully we're there for a few days, and I'll be able to try a lot of these places. I know the last time we were there for uh when we when we fly in for football, uh for Troy we stay in Montgomery and we went to dreamland barbecue which was was excellent so uh yeah very popular place for sure yep i'm anxious to find uh to try some of these other places so uh, anything else you want to talk about with troy baseball that we should need to know or any questions you want to know about us well i guess if there's one other thing to talk about with troy it's probably been my my biggest pet peeve with troy baseball is defense troy's never been a very good team in the field I've the last game, the last time I saw Louisiana in person, I think might have been two years ago. It was the game in Pensacola. Yep. It was uh, actually last year. It was one of our last yeah, series. Last year, I was there and uh, 
that was probably the most embarrassing game I've ever seen from a defensive standpoint from Troy. It was disgusting. It was just so bad. And this team, it, they're always like that every year. They struggle a little bit defensively. And I think it kind of shows because if you look at Troy's uh, Pythagorean record or whatever, it's two games worse than – or they're two games worse than what they should be, what they're expected to be. Right now, based on how many they've, runs they've scored, how many they've given up, they should be 28 and 20, 26 and 22. So I think that kind of shows up right there. So that's that's something to keep an eye out for, I think. Well, uh, you're, you're you're talking to a guy that's been been through some pain there as well. The, the Trojans have 60 errors on the season. We have 65. The good news yeah. is, yeah, the good news is the last 13 games, I think uh, we're down to seven errors. Uh, so we've been we've been heading the right uh, right direction defensively. But I, I agree with you that that's the most frustrating, I think, for any baseball fan. Uh, is is the errors, uh, errors and strikeouts. So, but uh, but you guys, well, you went through a little stretch there with some double digit strikeouts. At, well, that was Florida State in the first game against Coastal. You know, I, I know the game was at the games were at Coastal, but I mean, you guys did something that no team has done in in the last twenty something years, sweeping Coastal at Coastal. Were you able to watch any of those games by chance? I was not. I kept up with all of them on Twitter, though. I followed okay. all games closely, and I was like, after one win, I was like, okay, cool. We, we stole one in Conway. That's nice. That's nice. Won the second one. It's like, holy crap, you, you won the series in, in Coastal. And then with the sweep, that was just unreal. That was wild. And I, th- I think at that point, that's when we kind of knew, like, this Troy team is – they're on fire, they're here, and they're rolling right now. Well, it looks like, uh, you know, 9 9-7, 9-7, 10-6 – all nice, strong wins, and, and, and the bats were going, obviously. Uh, and then your first game against Arkansas State 12-4 was a little surprising for me. But at the same time, uh, you guys were playing them at home, which is a good thing. And then it looks like the last game, I don't know how much of an effect it had on it, but three errors in, in the 5-9 to nine loss. So I'm sure contributed a lot. So, Yeah, that's, that's always, like you said, that's – the most frustrating thing about watching a baseball game is seeing the errors affect the game. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Like I said, moving forward, uh, uh, I hope one day I get to meet you. I'll, I'll, I'll if you, if you're willing to come back on again in football season, love to talk some football because it looks like I think we play y'all this year again. So I'm not, I think we're in Troy this year. If got to be, I haven't seen Louisiana and Troy in a while. Yeah, it's been and well we. There was one year we hadn't played you, and then it was two years ago that we went to Troy. So uh, with, with hopes of uh, a conference championship and lost the game. So, uh, but it, it's been it's been a while. So I was there. I remember that game. It was a good game. It was. Uh, I, I'll tell you the thing I liked about it the best. It, uh, we didn't win, so that part was disappointing. But the weather was absolutely perfect that day. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I appreciate your time uh, and we'll get you get out here, get out here and I'll be in touch. And if there's anything I can ever help you with, please let me know. I appreciate everything. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You've been listening to We're Talking. I'm Craig Melanson. And this, it's been Scott Watkins, uh, Troy Trojans fan and running the Sunbelt Conference uh, page. So. Uh, Thank you again, Scott, and we'll talk later. Absolutely, man. Thanks.
Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.